This the Black Powder Podcast. Kick up your feet, lean on your armrest, and get your mind blessed on this conquest. Hold a grip like a 12 gauge. Let this moment kick. Black people moving in heaven, some gun ownership. I carry weight, not to keep the camera safe. It's thinking about you, my kids, and my parents' faces. The big topics they don't wanna involve us. Think we're novice, but now we're moving hard with revolvers. This the Black Powder Podcast. Let's get it started. Primer set the powder is lit. It's time to get on target. Welcome to another episode of the Black Party Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Yasuke Fett. And just a general reminder of your marching orders and why we have created the Black Powder Podcast. The main mission is to change the social view of black society and firearms. How do we do that? Glad you asked. We talk, walk, read, write, and think about it to find a better solution for a brighter future for the proper protection of black people. Join us through education, practice, and safety as we take down the stigma of black people and guns one discussion at a time. And just a general reminder, you cannot do a mag dump without a couple of rounds. So if you like what you're hearing and you happen to like this show, send out an email to blackpowderpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what your favorite episode is. Whether or not you agree, disagree, or have questions, please make sure to send them to blackpowderpodcast at gmail.com. And always... Feel free to like, share, and subscribe. The only way to continue to grow is to continue to share this knowledge with other people. And the only way to even get the message out is to let everyone know. So once again, if you like what you heard and would like to continue to hear, please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, you can find us on multiple platforms, especially main ones. Uh, As of recently, we are now on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and Audible. So today's date is January the 28th. This is Saturday. All of this happened January 7th, but before we even get into the full uh, full story, if you will, I'm going to tell you a story that's been around for a long time. It's been historical. So, that being said, this is story time once again with Yasuke Fed. The story is entitled, The Scorpion and the Frog. It's a fable from long, long, long time ago. Supposedly it showed up in the 1933 Russian novel The German Quarter by Lev Nietoberg. But you may have heard multiple different instances of it. I've seen one about a scorpion and a turtle. I've seen one about the scorpion and a fox. Nonetheless, the story is the same. Synopsis is basically, scorpion wants to cross a river, but obviously the scorpion cannot swim. So to ask a frog to carry it across, the frog hesitates, afraid that the scorpion might sting it. But the scorpion promises not to, pointing out that it would drown if it killed the frog in the middle of the river. The frog considers this argument sensible and agrees to transport the scorpion. Midway across the river, the scorpion stings the frog anyway, basically dooming both of them. The dying frog asks the scorpion why it's stung despite knowing the consequences, to which the scorpion replies, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. It's in my nature. That being said, what brings us to this situation in the first place is quite simple and is uh, something that unfortunately is very familiar in the society of black people doesn't matter what they look like or who they may be this is what happens whenever we have corrupt beliefs so as I said this incident happened on June 7th that incident being the death killing the murder of Tyree Nichols NPR.org has uh, put out an article entitled, What We Know About the Killing of Tyree Nichols. First off, one of the main things you'll see is right off the bat, they at least gave the man a good picture. The man is dressed in a a vest with a uh, tie and a collared shirt. Looks very presentable. We don't see any of that gangster stuff that they usually put on the uh, news channels to degrade the... uh, 
the black society or you know the person that's being portrayed as a as a quote unquote thug if you will they are humanizing Tyree Nichols but again this is a memorial service it took place on January 17th in Memphis uh, again this is you know it's good to see but at the end of the day we know that they're probably if they haven't already probably gonna try and find degrading pictures of Nichols just to fit the usual media narrative of all black people that get pulled over by police are thugs, they're criminals, they don't have any good intent. So you shouldn't feel a certain way about them. They always dehumanize black people. Article goes, uh, most of the peaceful protests over police brutality were carried out around the country after the public release of body, ca body camera footage brought the Memphis police killing of Tyree Nichols into the clear picture. Nichols, a 29 year old black motorist, was pulled over January 7th for what police said was reckless driving, quote unquote. After attempting to flee on foot, Nichols was aggressively beaten by police. New released police video shows. Three days later, he died in the hospital. Here's what we know. Who was Tyree Nichols? Nichols was a father of a four-year-old son. He was also known to his family as an avid skateboarder and nature photographer from Sacramento, California according to the Associated Press. He arrived in Memphis just before the pandemic and later started a job with FedEx, a major employer there. Nichols had been, the been with the company for about nine months before his death, and this is what the New York Times reported. He was one of those people who made everyone around him happy. Nichols' stepmother, Lucille Washington, said in memorial service, police body cam video shows a violent arrest Police said on January 8th that Nichols was taken into custody after a traffic stop that involved two confrontations with officers. During the initial confrontation, Nichols fled the scene of the traffic stop, police said. Following the arrest, Nichols then complained of shortness of breath, according to authorities, and was taken to the hospital in critical condition where he died on January the 10th. His family has said that police beat him so severely that he was unrecognizable. The Shelby County District Attorney's Office, in a statement earlier this week, that it, uh, said that it is understood the reasonable request from the public to, the to view the video of Nichols' death. The city of Memphis released a four-part footage on Vimeo on Friday evening. In the videos, officers are seen dragging Nichols from his car and shouting profanities through the, through the confrontation. An officer tries to deploy a taser at Nichols and then begins to chase him on foot. I'm just trying to go home, Nichols is heard saying. Later, after officers are seen repeatedly kicking, punching, and using the baton to strike Nichols as he lies on the ground. At one point, he's heard yelling, Mom! Lawyers for Nichols say that this encounter happened within 100 yards of his family home. So, damn near near his house. <laughs> ben Crump, the family's attorney, compared the footage of the video to the 1991 Los Angeles police being of Rodney King is another black motorist. Protests were held in several cities following the release of police video. Mostly peaceful protests broke out in the cities across the United States following the release of the videos, which demonstrators lead uh, marching and chants against police brutality and shutting down highways and intersections in some cities. In Memphis, a group of demonstrators gathered at Downtown Park and then took to the streets. Shutting on the I-55 bridge over the Mississippi River between Memphis and West Memphis. They chanted, no justice, no peace, and justice for Tyree, closing the bridge for nearly three hours before peacefully disbanding. In other parts of Memphis, people gathered in churches or small groups to reflect on the wrenching and somber moment in the city. Protests in downtown Los Angeles became tense when a small group of protesters demonstrated outside Los Angeles Police Department headquarters which is blocked by police in riot gear, according to the LA Times. Other small but mostly peaceful protests were also held in Times Square in New York City, near White House in Washington, D.C., in Seattle, Detroit, and Atlanta, as well as other cities in the east to west coast. Organizers are planning vigils, marches, and demonstrations across the United States over the weekend. Five former officers were indict indicted and jailed in connection to Nichols' death. Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr., and Justin Smith each faced several charges, including second-degree murder, 
aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and official oppression. Like Nichols, all the former officers who were fired before Thursday's indictments are black. They had to point that out. On Wednesday, Memphis Police Chief Sarah Lynn Davis released a video statement discussing the horrific circumstances of Nichols' death. She called it a professional failing and said the incident was heinous, reckless, and inhumane. The police chief, Sailin Davis, is also black. That's not in the article. This is me pointing this out. During a news conference announcing the indictment of the five officers, prosecutors gave new details about what happened during the traffic stop. Shelby County District Attorney Steve Molaroy said that while each of the five officers played a different role, the actions of all of them resulted in the death of Tyree Nichols and all responsible. A grand jury returned indictments and delivered all five officers the same exact charges. Less than three hours after officials released the body cam footage, Shelby, Sheriff, Shelby County Sheriff Floyd Bonner said two deputies who appeared at the scene of the arrest had been relieved of their duties pending the outcome of an internal investigation. The Memphis police officers were part of a specialized team known as the Scorpion Unit, an acronym for Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods. More on that later. That the department launched in 2021. A day after the release of the body cam video of Nichols' arrest, the Memphis Police Department said it would permanently disband the unit. <laughs> Other agencies are involved in the case. Ben Crump, one of the family's attorneys, said during a news conference earlier this week that police used a stun gun and pepper spray on Nichols in addition to restraining him during the arrest. Yet again, we're seeing evidence of what happens to black and brown people from simple traffic stops, Crump said. You should not be killed because of a simple traffic stop. In a statement following Thursday's news conference, Crump said that although the five officers have been indicted, police unit in the United States need a great deal of reform. The tragedy meets the abs absolute definition of a needless and unnecessary death. Tyree's loved ones' lives were forever changed when he was beaten to death, and we will keep saying his name until justice is served, he said. The police chief said earlier this week that the five officers violated multiple department policies, including excessive use of force, duty to intervene, and duty to render aid. Two Memphis Fire Department employees were also relieved of duty as an internal investigation is being conducted. That's interesting. Memphis Fire Department spokesperson Quanisha Ward told NPR that the employees who were not identified were involved in the initial patient care of Nichols. Huh. She did not go into further details. The Justice Department and FBI have also launched a civil rights investigation into Nichols' death, and the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation launched a separate investigation. This article is written by NPR's Joe Hernandez, who contributed to this report. Also, as always, I do need to let you know when this was uh, released. It was updated as of January 28, 2023, at 4.50 p.m., and uh, the article is written by Jonathan Franklin and uh, Emma Bowman. Now, the ironic thing to me is that they had to point out the fact that the police were all black. As if trying to smear this whole thing in the face of black people. Like, well, black people did it too. So now we're going to make sure that they suffer the consequences. Meanwhile, nobody is bringing up the fact that there were white police who also did the same thing in the past and they were also quote unquote released but not I would say not punished to the full extent as these men were I guess it just gets real easy whenever the, the suspects are all black and they're all black police and they were the ones behind this whole beating now don't get me wrong I'm not saying that they deserve special attention due to the fact that they're black if anything all criminals who do heinous things to their victims deserve punishment. Don't care if they're black or black and blue. A life was lost unnecessarily. This life didn't have to be lost in the first place, but yet here we are again, barely even past 2023, with another death of another black man. Another death of a man that shares my image. And it's real easy for 
the common crowd to say, well, he shouldn't have done what he should. He did. He should have just complied. He should have laid down. He should have listened to the police department. You know, just the usual same old song and dance bullshit. And it's to the point where how can you actually sit down and say what is the right way to interact with police and what is the wrong way to interact with police? Because, yeah, the man was out of breath because he was running because he's getting his ass kicked. I'm not trying to be funny about it. I'm just being brutally honest. The man got his ass kicked. It wasn't like, and I'm not even saying this was right, but the George Floyd incident where the police officer had his neck on George Floyd's, or excuse me, had his knee on George Floyd's neck. No, I mean, this this man was brutally beaten. If you if you go back and if you haven't seen the video, please go see the video to understand how horrible this is. But if you go back and watch the video, you'll see that I mean, some of these police officers are rearing back, just hitting this man with as much force as they possibly can, and. You got some that are just kicking this man as hard as they can. And it wasn't like they were trying to subdue Tyree Nichols. If anything, they they were beating his ass. Underneath the legalities of being police officers on a special tactics unit called Scorpion. So the thing that kills me is the fact that I've seen an incident at the airport involving three or more police that were subduing a man. They they had to pull this dude out because he was being belligerent in public and he just, you know, this is at the height of uh, 2020 and, and COVID and the George Floyd uh, police riots and protests, so on and so forth, you know. I'll never forget the man's words. He said, y'all gonna have to kill me, put it on the gram. Social media is another sickness that we got going on in black society, but I'll probably do another episode on that if I haven't already. Nonetheless, they didn't kill this man. They didn't put this man's life at risk. They didn't choke him. If anything, they were able to get him subdued to the point where he couldn't cause any harm. They had his arms behind his back. They had the man's legs under control. They literally carried his big ass out. And yeah, I guess I got to say it. This was a black dude. But nonetheless, and I guarantee you he was heavier and taller than Tyree Nichols. But nonetheless, they were able to subdue him and carry his big ass out, which is why I don't understand Actually, I probably do, but nonetheless, let's just say for the sake of argument, I don't understand how five strong looking police officers had issues subduing a man like Tyree Nichols, where if you look at the picture on this page, you can see clearly, yes, he's built, but at the same time, he's not built like somebody that requires five people to subdue him by by beating him to death. I mean, for God's sakes, this man was, the scales were drastically weighed against him because of the fact that they had to use clubs, they had to use pepper spray, they had to use tasers in order to subdue this guy. And don't get me wrong, I know there's the strength of adrenaline that that when the rush hits, it gives you what's necessary in order to survive or necessary in order to try and, and see yourself out of this bad situation, but nonetheless, the fact that five men beat this man's ass to death. You can't sit here and tell me that's, that's police justice. You can't sit here and tell me that this was sanctioned by the Memphis Police Department. And you damn sure can't sit here and tell me that this whole Scorpion squad, this whole squad that is supposed to be for street crimes operations to restore peace in our neighborhoods. You can't sit here and tell me that they had the best intentions of the neighborhood during this traffic stop, which is some routine thing. 
it, it wasn't an, an exaggerated traffic stop that involved firearms or anything. You can't sit here and tell me that in killing this man, Tyree Nichols, they had the best intentions for the community. I guarantee you this is not the first the first incident involving something well, it's not a, this extreme, but involving something along these lines. And I'm sorry, like I said, the, the scorpion in the story killed the frog, the fox, the turtle, whatever animal you'd like to use, killed the frog that was helping him get from point A to point B. Why would a police officer even name a crime unit after an ambush predator because if you look at the nature of scorpions scorpions they sit they wait then they attack depending on how a scorpion is built you're either going to get crushed to death because the claws are bigger or you're going to die from the poison because the stinger is bigger nonetheless why even name a police unit scorpion because it sounds cool because it makes you feel badass because it gives you power the authority to do anything that you want to because you have a name backing you up and you've got the blessings of the police department and the police chief. I blame her as much as I do this unit because somebody had to sit down and say, yeah, we'll go ahead and name the unit Scorpion and we'll let them live above the law and do whatever they want to. That is bullshit. And I'm getting sick of it just as much as I'm getting sick of seeing Ben Crump's name in the black, the, the black man's death. Because it's, it's a never ending continuous incident of black men dying, Ben Crump being there. Black men dying, Ben Crump being there. For God's sakes, if I die, I, I hope I hope my family doesn't get Ben Crump. I really do. And I'm not trying to foreshadow my death or anything but damn the last thing i want to do is look up and and see my mom on tv talking about i was a good man and all this other stuff then i see ben crump take over and he's saying well you know this is an injustice to the black society this never should have happened no justice no peace will continue to say his name fuck that there's been so many names involved in situations like this to the point where i'm really starting to wonder Hell, I've been wondering, is this just another way to profit off of black men's deaths other than prison? I mean, is that is that what we're really coming down to now? It's like we need we need to control the community through fear. We need to control the community through the death of another black man. We need money. We need organizations to, to gather this money. Certain organizations whose name will remain anonymous at this point, but nonetheless, who were involved in pawning millions of dollars towards people who were close to them and family members under the guise of protection. You know, you just want to pay them more, make sure they, they can get another compound and, you know, claim that it's being utilized for the better, the betterment of this little three word organization, really? That's what you want to do now? Start another organization in the name of black people? You know, this reminds me of a, it was a YouTube short I saw a while ago. And they, uh, they asked a young white guy and said, if you could give any advice to black society, what would it be? And it was, it was blatantly funny, bluntly funny, if you will, because this guy must have been in like his mid 20s or something. He said, yeah, all black people need to go ahead and get life insurance. That way it will deter police from, you know, uh, attempting to cause violence against them because of the fact that when they die, their family members get the money. Which in turn, when you think about it, when that person dies and their family gets the money, that ironically enough, creates black wealth. And that's not the first time I heard that. And it makes sense because if you look at how normally what happens when a black person dies, the first thing people are do people will do is go ahead and set up a, a GoFundMe. Like, oh shit, 
Day Day died, set up a GoFundMe. You know, we, we gotta get these we gotta get these donations. We gotta get these donations up so we can go ahead and get this person buried. We gotta get these donations up because we gotta pay Ben Crump, you know, because he's fighting for our family to make sure we see we see justice. We gotta make sure we get these donations up so we can go ahead and donate to the, these organizations that don't really give a damn about us and make sure that they can get their money so they can quote unquote claim to take care of us. Same old song and dance. At this point, it's old. And at this point, I'm not surprised it's even starting in a brand new year. I mean, shit, can we at least get to July 1st before something like this happens? And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm, I'm being facetious. I'm bullshitting. But in all honesty, I'm really not. Because I'm tired of this. Just like I know my fellow black men that look just like me and share my complexion are tired of this they are tired of reading articles and newsletters and seeing videos and all this other stupid shit that has to deal with the death of another black man just like we're tired of hearing how we're no good and then we will never amount to nothing other than being a victim of police or body bags or just if you if you really think i'm playing go go look it up the last thing I want to see is another TikTok involving a topic involving uh, about a black man's death. But here we are again. This man, Tyree Nichols, was stricken down and subdued until he reaches unnecessary death at the hands of this scorpion unit. And yet many of us in the community think that by having a protection unit that looks like us, we'll be safer. We won't be apprehended or hindered by the quote unquote police unit if they're black. Five black men were part of this unit. All of them black, not a single white face. Doesn't change the fact that the same energy is there. You got five black people portraying corruption like we've we've been trying to tell you. You might have good people in a police a police unit or police department or whatever, but at the end of the day, corruption doesn't give a damn about the color. Just like it don't give a damn about the location. Just like it doesn't give a damn about the people who it's attacking. At the end of the day, corruption is going to do what's best for corruption. No matter if they're white, brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Asian. It's going to come for you one way or another. And as a black man, you especially, and I'm talking to you, black man, you cannot afford to be ignorant. You really can't. You can't afford to put yourself at risk. It doesn't matter if you run and doing dirty shit or you sitting here trying to be as clean as possible because just like me, you are doing your best to avoid two things, homelessness and going to jail. I just turned 38, January 24th, 1985 at exactly around four o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, I was born. Shout out to mom for reminding me of all those statistics. I was born pretty much on the fourth day, if you count from Monday to Thursday. I was born on the fourth day at four o'clock on the 24th. And I find it ironic that here I am at the age of 38, thinking and fearing the fact that I could either be homeless. Or I could be in jail or worse. I could be dead because things like this are always in the back of a black man's mind. Not only do we have to deal with a lot of bullshit and a lot of things from just basic society in general. Not only do we have to be looked down upon from basic society in general. But nonetheless, we have to keep these things in the back of our mind. Should we have to do these things? No. We really shouldn't have to be thinking about this, but nonetheless, it is a consistent, basic, everyday thing that goes through our minds. And if you sit there and you think that, no, he's wrong. These are things we don't think about. 
you might want to think again. When you end up having a family, the weight of that world is put upon your shoulders to the point where the weight of the family always has a gaping pit in front of you. And that abyss is called failure. It's one that you have to carry your family across on a tight rope and remind yourself consistently that failure always looms beneath you. But you, as a man, are strong enough to realize that you cannot fail because you are carrying the weight of that family. Just like even if you're a single black man, you was a black man, realize that you cannot fail because that gaping maw called the abyss of failure is ready to catch you. You cannot fail. You cannot do anything that's going to put you at risk if you're a man worth his soul. But yet failure always comes in the form of death. A death that any random black man cannot control because of situations and forces like this. I'll be honest with you. It doesn't make me feel safe at all. Hell, it hasn't made me feel safe in a long time. But it's just something that we as black men have to live with, I guess. Hell, I don't know. And I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying it's right. But if anything, it's just one of those common everyday things that we deal with. And we don't say out in the open. But yet we deal with it. You can ask. You can ask a black guy. You can ask a black man. Hey, son, you mind? What are your thoughts about this? And we're pre-programmed just to say nothing about it. We're just... Yeah, we might say something as simple as like, I'm mad about it. This don't make no damn sense. But once we get amongst ourselves, once we get amongst other black men of, of caliber, of quality, these conversations come out. Modern everyday society won't hear these conversations, though. But let's talk about this scorpion unit. And yeah, this is probably going to be another long one. I'm already in the 31 minute, uh, 32 <laughs> minute time limit but you know what let's keep it rolling let's get into the scorpion unit the memphis police department saturday and this is uh the cbs news let's go ahead and start with the title i'm sorry memphis police shut down scorpion unit whose officers are charged in the death of tyree nichols this article is written by ferris tanyos updated january 28th 2023 at 5 20 p.m cbs news the Memphis Police Department Saturday announced that it has permanently deactivated the Scorpion unit one day after the release of shocking video which showed violent arrest of Tyler Nichols earlier this month. All five former officers involved in Nichols' arrest, who have since been charged with second-degree murder in his death, were part of that unit. The decision came after Memphis Police Chief Sarah C.J. Davis met with members of the unit Saturday to discuss the path forward for the department and the community in the aftermath of the tragic death of Tyree Nichols. Police said in a statement, officials came to the conclusion that it was in the best interest of all to permanently deactivate the Scorpion unit. The statement read, Scorpion officers agreed unreservedly with the decision, the department added. The Scorpion unit has been inactive since January 7th, arrest of Nichols. The city of Memphis has said in a news bulletin Friday, will tell us something we don't know. We already know that Scorpion stands for the Street Crimes Operation to Rescue Peace in our Neighborhoods, which includes more than two dozen officers assigned to the Scorpion teams. They wear black hoodies and tactical black vests with police emblazoned across the front and back and drove dark colored Dodge Chargers marked with a Scorpion seal. Excuse me, this sounds like the most ghetto shit I've ever read whenever it comes to a special tactics unit. So basically... You had a bunch of, I'm going to assume they're all black, but you had a bunch of police officers out there wearing black hoodies and tactical vests emblazoned with the word police across the front and back. And they drove dark colored Dodge Chargers marked with the Scorpion seal. So basically, 
you created a special tactics unit composed of street thugs. Living a street thug lifestyle in the name of the police. That was a great idea. The crime suppression teams patrolled in groups and at times used justified low-level traffic stops as a way to find violent criminals, drugs, or weapons, according to the department. So, I'm going to go ahead and translate that and basically say that the street tactics that they used were justified until they came across Tyree Nichols. Gotcha. In a news bulletin published on January 27th, Memphis Mayor Jim Strickland said, since this event happened, the scoring unit remains inactive. Again, something we know that. Though he didn't clarify when the unit was deactivated, Strickland also said that the city is initializing an outside independent review of the training, policies, and operations of our specialized units. This is something that you should have known about before you checked off this box, activating Project Scorpion. This basic governing bullshit. This is these are things that you should have known way before. You probably just had somebody go over it, browse through it, and said, "Yeah, we're gonna create this special unit. Does it sound good? They're gonna fight crime in the name of truth, justice, and the corrupt American way." Trip sounds good. Here, put some money towards it. Project Scorpion activate. By the heinous actions of a few cast a cloud of dishonor on the title Scorpion, it is imperative that we, the Memphis Police Department, take proactive steps in the healing process for all impacted. Saturday's statement read, Well, where did these 12 individuals come from? You're not just going to tell me that you hired random people off the street for this little street project called Scorpion with the best and brightest that you have to offer in order to make sure that society regains a safe composure due to Project Scorpion. Scorpion in itself sounds so crazy to that, that how in the world does a scorpion bring peace? That's basically what I'm saying. How does that work? Explain that to me. 29-year-old Nichols died on January 10th, three days after being violently arrested during a traffic stop by the police officers. Body cam and surveillance video released Friday showed Nichols being pepper sprayed, kicked in the head while being restrained, punched, and stuck struck multiple times with a baton. Five former officers who have since been fired have been identified as Demetrius Haley. We already know the names. I'm not going to say this shit again. They were hired from 2017 to 2020 and were 24 to 32 years old. All five officers have been charged with murder and other crimes. So, like I said, they were hired from 2027 to 2020. This unit was put together around 2020. And again, it's composed of 12 individuals that made up the Scorpion unit. I told you they did not hire these fools off of the street. Or maybe they did whenever they first joined up with the police station back in 2020. And we still have people that think as long as we have black faces in... <laughs> on duty representing the police it's gonna make things better like i said it doesn't change anything corruption is corruption what you get what you see is what you get nothing's gonna change that i mean there's no point in reading the rest of these articles it is blatantly obvious what happened you had a special tactics unit think that they were above the law and could do what was necessary in order to stop drugs and all this other stuff during a routine traffic stops from coming into quote unquote their city and corrupting the uh, the neighborhood but still the tactics that were utilized by these police the special units this scorpion squad if you will were no different than common everyday street tactics just justified with a badge that's about it doesn't make it right so what does this mean for the people who think that it's funny the, the people that think that you should have complied you know you're people who always are going to back the blue i mean fine if that's what you're going to think okay but at the end of the day 
If you're one of those people that looks like us, that's black, that's black, and you are backing things like this, you're backing this whole Scorpion Squad, or you're gonna back this whole police city that you know you got Atlanta P APD going in there and partaking in practices that's gonna quote unquote save the city. Okay, fine. If that's what you want to think is gonna change everything, go right ahead. But if you are actually on that police force and you look at the list of people that they're hiring, internally, externally, whatever, and you yourself do not feel confident in that person's abilities, there needs to come a time where people that are supposed to quote unquote defend us start speaking up. Which I know it's hard to do because you've got the people that are defending us. They either can't say too much or hell they're new just like everybody else because when the protest and the riot started happening back in 2020 you had a lot of, of police stations i've said this before but you had a lot of police stations lose morale to the point where there was a lot of police who left some good some bad so then they had to fill that gap and with the way that hiring's going on right now, you fill that gap with whatever you can, whether it's good, bad, indifferent. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that a business is going to act like a business. A business is going to spend money in order to try and, quote unquote, maintain the status quo or at least keep itself above water. And a basic business model is like this. If you can't throw money at it, you throw bodies at it. If you can't throw bodies at it, you throw money at it. It's an endless cycle of just basically trying to patch what is harming the business or threatening to close the business down. So that being said, you're going to hire police officers at an alarming rate. Some who are qualified, a majority who might not be, which means that not only do we have brand new police officers, but we have people who are pretty much on par with you and me. People that might not know the first thing about trying to maintain peace in a neighborhood. People who may or may not know anything regarding actually trying to prevent themselves from dying on a job compared to quote-unquote preventing themselves from dying on a job by beating the shit out of somebody which is why we're in the situation we're in now there's a difference in complying and submitting they made Tyree Nichols submit to the point where he no longer could submit anymore the only thing he could submit at that point was his life unnecessarily if you look at the video, you can easily see that they had that man up there. He was subdued. All they had to do was just put him in a car, take him to the precinct, whatever, carry on, keep it pushing. They didn't do that. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really starting to wonder if there was something more involved than just pulling him over, saying that he was uh, driving erratically. Like maybe somebody had a personal vendetta against him or something i don't know because it doesn't take five people just to subdue a person like that i'm sorry all that was unnecessary i really hope the investigation truly finds out what's going on because i, you, I refuse to believe that five people couldn't subdue a person without killing them you can't convince me otherwise but yeah those of you who say that he should have complied, he should have just backed down, he should have listened to the police, okay. When it becomes you, follow your own advice. What about the people who continuously ignore the acts of criminal violence? The ones that maintain ignorance. It's the same mindset as saying, I'm not going to vote because voting doesn't doesn't involve me I refuse to vote it's not important okay not voting is what's gotten us here now granted I do understand that sometimes it does feel like your vote doesn't matter it, it feels like your your vote 
doesn't count towards anything and you might start thinking what's the point of voting okay I get it but as I said to the previous group the same thing applies to you it's only a matter of time before it does involve you before you have to deal with a situation like this before you realize how deep the consequences are that you'll have to deal with. All because you thought that since you lived in your own little bubble that you'd be safe and sound. And this doesn't just apply to any age. This applies to any black man out there. Be you 19 or 45, you could be 80. They still have the worst intentions in mind for you. You are not safe. So what does that mean for those of us who are aware of these situations? What do we do? What can we do? At this point, I'm just starting to wonder if it's better just to go ahead and have your own society or what, whatever, how would you even call it? Your own community police, if you will. Made up of the community. People who are going to keep the community honest, safe. If you know there's elements in your community that don't need to be there, well, I mean, hell, you need to do what you can to clean them out. Because this whole stop snitching shit, that's old. That ain't the culture. You want to call it the culture, fine. But let's be real, that ain't the culture. You got people dying because there's people in your neighborhood that don't need to be there, that don't deserve to be there. They got destructive mentalities and they want to see the world burn. And you go ahead and give them the matches and the gasoline. You step aside and you think that it's going to be okay? No. There needs to be a community awareness. Just like there's community watches around certain parts of your neighborhood. There needs to be community awareness. Long time ago, you'd have neighborhoods that would get together and say that, you know, this is my neighbor. We're going to watch your house just like you're going to watch my house. Everybody's going to work together to make this a beautiful community. Being a former home homeowner myself, I can tell you I only had one neighbor who was like that. Now, ironically enough, she was she was older. Nowadays, y'all get together. You want to get on a, a community Zoom, if you will, and have a conversation and talk about what's going on with the community. Hell, you don't want to have a conversation. You want to sit back. You want to argue with the other person simply because of the fact that the trash can was left out too long or the bushes are too high or the paint doesn't match. But at the end of the day, what is that doing as far as keeping your damn community safe? It's not doing a damn thing. Bring back the old community. Bring back the old black community. Don't sit here and give me this modern day bullshit. I don't care what Carlicia thinks about my bushes as long as Carlicia is safe and Carlicia is keeping me safe. Just like I don't give a damn about Jamal's car leaking oil in his driveway. Okay, fine. Is it in his driveway? Yep. All right. Is Jamal reporting to me whenever somebody's knocking on my door and I don't know who, and he doesn't know who it is and I don't know who it is? Yep, okay, cool. Like, Jamal can expect the same damn thing from me. But we don't get that, do we? Not in all neighborhoods. We get it in some, but we don't get it in all. And it should really be a blanketing effect. Especially when it comes to the kids. Because I remember, I think it was around COVID back uh, mid 2020 somebody's kids came to my door ringing the doorbell it was three young girls rang the doorbell saw it in the ring got the whole thing recorded didn't know them from anybody never seen them around the neighborhood or nothing they're ringing the doorbell asking for money trying to get donations for a quote unquote school project which was a lie because they were trying to get money to do God only knows what If we really want this pandemic to end, we got to, to we got to be our own brother's keeper. We got to watch out for each other. We got to keep each other in mind and we got to give a damn about the community. Because at the end of the day, if those people who are supposed to protect us, those people who are hired to protect us are actually getting hired to kill us, why do we continue to put money into that society? 
And yes, I call it a society because you got black society, white society, yellow society, Asian society. But at the end of the day, you got the black and blue society that are deciding to do what's best for them to make sure that they can maintain status quo and not have to deal with this bullshit that they have created. Keep my neighborhood my neighborhood. I am my brother's keeper. If my brother is a good man and he needs protection, then damn it, I should try and protect him the best that I can. I shouldn't have to rely on a force, a scorpion squad to pull over innocent people and put them in situations that they didn't deserve in the first place. But yet here we are again with another black man whose name is now etched upon a never-ending wall of victims. At this point, I don't even know what to say about it. If you got thoughts, opinions, feelings, can shed some more logic on this, blackpatterpodcast.gmail.com blackpatterpodcast on Twitter, blackpatterpodcast on Instagram, same on Facebook, Black Powder Podcast, everything. Reach out to me. Leave your thoughts, your opinions, your feelings. If you don't want to speak them out loud, I will read them for you. That's all I got to say about that, Mag Dump. Y'all be safe out there. God bless the Nichols family. I hope that four-year-old just... Continues to live and grow strong. I pray for the family. God bless them. They didn't deserve this to happen to them. Bless that man. Bless Tyree Nichols. May his soul find peace in the aftermath of this disaster. This the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it split. We got the wisdom hitting targets with a mark with precision. We're having fun in the booth, we're running gun for the truth. Every future black gun owner was spreading the news. We do it legal, we're moving regal and blessing the people. Some hopes for the culture, we keep it locked like guns in our holster. Holding it down as we're loading the rounds. If they were nervous back then, then they're gonna be scared of us now. Black Powder Podcast, we'll be back in a while. Yeah.